Hello and welcome to the Three and D's podcast. Wednesday, November 29th. Josh Giddy <laughs> allegations. <laughs> Jesus. For the next 75 oh. minutes, we'll be breaking down the Josh Giddy allegations <laughs> for you right here. No, I am just kidding. I think we might leave that one be. Um, but there is lots of things to talk about. The NBA in-season tournament in full swing. <laughs> We're at the quarterfinals and I'm joined by my two favorite guys, as I am every week, Matt and Mari. Gentlemen, uh, let me get your quick hot takes on Josh Giddy and the 16-year-old. Go ahead. Floor is yours. <laughs> oh, he, he's playing. He's playing. Yeah. That's it's all. <laughs> insane. He didn't even like have to set out a game. They interview him and just no comment. Just continues playing. I'm just going to keep on hooping. <laughs> <laughs> I just no ball. Like, what? Yeah. There was a video of the OKC crowd, like, like hardcore cheering him on, like, an, like a big boost of cheers the first game after the allegations. And I was like, excuse? <laughs> excuse me? <laughs> excuse. Yeah, like, I thought uh, Australia was going to be up in arms, but I didn't hear anything about it from anyone. No one really cares about basketball here. So <laughs> Tough. Yeah. Just crazy. It one one of the best days on uh NBA social media, uh, TikTok and Twitter, uh, just the, some of the memes that were coming. Uh, out yeah, we do have a, a local. <laughs> we're having a little bit of a uh, connectivity issues. Back. Right back. Oh, is it, no, is it was it me or was it Justin? You're good. You're good. You're good. Oh, he's just gone, hey. Yeah. All right. Um, <laughs> we were running with two, baby. <laughs> he was just so offended by the whole Justin, the whole Josh Giddy thing. Like, I cannot stand to listen to this he didn't anymore. Even, he didn't even offer a sixteen-year-old. Wasn't she fifteen at the time, though, or something? That was the that was the uh, that's that was what was being accused of. But I believe, I mean, I, I don't know enough about the situation. But I think the reason why people, I mean, they're they're just going fire because it's actually a legal thing. She was seventeen and he was nineteen. And it's like, oh, okay, mm. it's not actually. But you know, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna say yeah, that she's not there. Because like, isn't it crazy? Age of consent is different in different states. Yeah, yeah. Isn't that fucking like? Wouldn't that be a national? You'd think. Thing? You'd think there's a there's a Shane Gillis. You know Shane Gillis, a stand-up comedian. Yeah. There's, he does a sketch on it in one of his shows about like the founding fathers. About Josh Giddy. Yeah, shockingly. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> the turn no. wild there. About uh the founding fathers deciding the age of consent for America. And it's it's hilarious. They're like, okay, Rhode Island. He's like, uh 14? <laughs> <laughs> Ew, dude. Is it 14? <laughs> no, 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 but they're just like throwing shit at the wall. Like, how how do you even decide this? <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. Well, he's gonna hop on pretty soon, I think. Yeah, where are we without Justin? Really, we we can't we can't make the show without him. <laughs> no, but but speaking about social media, we're we're on all the oh, talks. Yeah, we're on all the talks. You know, we we we've been discussing being online for how long now? I'd say oh, a year. <laughs> probably. Because it, it wasn't right when we started, but it was pretty soon after. Yeah. Like that's that's the next logical progression in this. And we're on. You're I've been posting some TikToks. Yeah. Okay. You're getting some views. Getting some views. Getting a couple likes. A couple <laughs> let me let me let me talk about some of the TikToks that I posted, just as a, a little filler. Jonathan Simmons, ever heard of him? No. Former Spurs. Oh Jesus, he's back. <laughs> I'm here. <laughs> Sir, where do we land on the Josh Giddy? Are we pro pro con? <laughs> we didn't really uh Guilty? we didn't really land anywhere. It's neither here nor there, as Matt said. Ah, uh, I gotcha. Yeah, plug our socials. Yeah, exactly. So Jonathan Simmons, we did a little segment on that on the TikTok. We did a little segment on, on on the newest Porter Jr., Craig Porter Jr., who recently dropped uh 21 points in a win against, I believe, the T Wolves. For you the can't Cavs. They're not related. They're not all related. Well, the, it, it are you sure? Something's gotta have happen. Have we ever seen them all in one place? No. 
Well, actually, no. In that game, we did because we we, oh. we saw both uh, Michael and Craig. Oh, it was against the Nuggets. We saw Michael and Craig Porter Jr. go at it. But I, I something about the Porter last name makes fathers want to name their sons after them because it, it's it's shocking. So I did a little power ranking of the Porter Juniors. I don't know if you guys want to um, chime in here, but Please. I'd say MPJ at one, and then I'm putting yeah. OPJ, Auto at two. I'm putting CPJ at three and KPJ at dead last because, you know, he's not in the league anymore. And I, we, I, I'm like a famous KPJ hater, to be fair. I mean, yeah, I mean, I don't think anyone can quibble with that. I don't think there's much, much to debate on. There. I think the big one is the OPJ versus CPJ thing. I, you as a Raptors fan, maybe you could chime in. Um, Yeah, I don't know. I don't know CPJ's game that much. All I know is Otto Porter is... Uh, kind of a washed shell of what he used to be. And uh, he can't even get minutes on this uh, Raptors bench that, um, that is probably one of the worst in the league. So um, that's kind of all you have to know. He can hit a three, and that's about it. Is um, Craig Porter Jr. cracking the rotation on the Raptors? <clears throat> you know, probably. Anyone at this point can, can crack the Raptors rotation. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, probably. I want Boucher keeping those minutes. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Well, I need him off. He's the first <laughs> minute to go. Oh, it's always so funny getting a rise. <laughs> Just mentioning Chris Boucher. Apparently, there's a report that came out today where apparently the um, the Raptors are concerned that multiple teams are going to offer OGN and OB short-term full max contracts, and they're now getting they're now just learning about this potential. Um, and I'm just, I'm just fucking reliving my, this is my personal hell It's being 500 and just losing good players in free agency for nothing. This is just dog shit and giving up your own first round picks. I know. And you guys could have had four firsts for OG. You know what? I bet you he goes to the trade deadline and we get three firsts for him at least. Plus like, I'm going to, I'm going to bet against that. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. I don't think you're going to get three firsts for OG anymore. Italy, I think it's going to be at least two first, a first round pick swap, and a really good young and a like a solid young player. That would be the equivalent of a first round pick. Okay, book it. Okay, I, I would still bet against that. There's what are, like what are, what are a some thousand teams who need him. Let's, what are some? Teams no, name a team three. that doesn't need him, Matt. The Memphis Grizzlies. <laughs> they do need him. They're like top they of the don't. list. They're not going to make the playoffs, so it doesn't matter. Yes. Next so, <laughs> no, they're gonna, they're gonna, they would, they would, they would pull a move. They would pull trigger. They'll make the playoffs if John Moran comes back and they make a move for OG Ananobi. Come on, baby, that's a, that's a tough team to beat. Now, I mean, that's a John, top twenty and fifty team. No, no, no. John Desmond, OG <laughs> Jaron, a fifth person. That come on, that's a good starting <laughs> five right there. A healthy Stephen Adams. Well, you could probably trade for. I'll, I'll, I'll throw in Jakob. We'll throw Jakob in. <laughs> yeah, I would once again. Team. I'd once again bet against uh, bet against that haul happening for OG. And speaking I'll of bet betting, in. actually, Matt, why don't you? I, I want to talk about Matt. Matt's been texting me as of late. Two days ago, he did said, I, "Did I win yesterday?" No, what? no, you didn't. Oh, so I. For those who don't know. FanDuel uh, Daily Fantasy is is outlawed in Australia. So I've become Matt's bookie for FanDuel. So every yeah. week he'll text me lineups for football or for basketball to submit a lineup. Um, He doesn't win. But, you know, like the money that oh. I owe him one way or another goes into that. But two days ago, Matt texts me. He goes, bro, I'm done betting. And and Matt's, yeah. got, Matt's got this... Um, this this thing that he does where every couple of weeks he'll text me and say hey i have this new strategy i figured it uh-huh. out so we call it matt i've figured it out like and this is the first time that he's figured it out in a way that i think will actually work for him when he said i'm done betting and not even two hours later he sends me his bet slip <laughs> like four different teams Five like, bucks. Uh, <laughs> no my issue my but you issue. went over. You went. You, you didn't hit yeah. one. I know. So now I'm done. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Is it because you're out of money? Oh, I'm constantly out of money. I put five right. bucks in, do a parlay, doesn't hit, 
or it hits and then I get too aggressive and then <laughs> it's within like it lasts me a few days every time. My new thing is two leg parlays because there's like there's still really good chances that those will hit, but you're still getting you're getting plus odds on all of those all the time. So I'm usually doing like a like a like a combined points rebound assists or points and assists or points and rebounds, and then a second thing that that is is pretty safe but should should hit, and then yeah. it's like plus whatever, and it's it's done okay. It's done Let's okay. go. Yeah, it was yeah, bad. My, my thing ahead. is, I just need to, like a big parlay to hit. Because I can keep scrolling. I do like four or five of them. And then one doesn't hit every single time. But I'm getting like the vast majority of the things that I think are going to happen. Happen. Mm. It's just the last one doesn't. Yeah, like, dude. Wemby doesn't get a double-double the other day, for example. He gets nine boards. And it's like, you're fucking joking me. Like, you were this close. And scared so think, money doesn't win, man. You just got to keep like going. Like the first one, then I'll just do like five bucks on each thing that I think was I, was the new plan. But and then that's why I did that last one with Mark because I had a good feeling. And then I went over full four. Yeah. So I was like, All right, I'm done. It, it was a bad day for both of us. We we both submitted FanDuel lineups, lost big on both <laughs> of them. And then I had like a reverse bad beat happen to me where I so the Nuggets were playing the Clippers. This was yesterday or two days ago. And Jokic was uh, doubtful. And I put some money into Nuggets money line in the case that Jokic plays. And then, you know, an hour before the game starts, Jokic is confirmed out. My, I'm like, you know what? There's no chance. So I cash out my Nuggets money line bet. It was like 10 bucks. Oh. And then Reggie Jackson and, and DeAndre Jordan become Shaq and Kobe, dropping like 30 apiece to beat the Clippers. And I would have gotten that money. And that was... I bet a whole bunch of different bets that day. That revenge was one game. that would have hit. And it was revenge a revenge game for Reggie and DeAndre. I know. I know. They, they just know the Clippers systems inside now, you know. How sad is that? The Clippers, full strength at home, lose to a Denver team without Jokic and Jamal Murray. And Porter Jr. wasn't playing either. No, it was Aaron Gordon wasn't playing. Oh, Aaron Gordon. Okay. So, Porter, yeah, Aaron Gordon. And Porter Jr. How sad is that? He went three for 13. So, it's as if. <laughs> oh, really? Damn. It's absolutely ridiculous. But they weren't doing, doing that bad beforehand. Am I crazy? The, the Clippers were actually playing pretty decent. And like, they're this finding kind of something. This to my hot take. I don't know if it's going to be a hot take. Do you want to hear it? It's Matty not Ice. time. Yeah. Matty Icy's Icy Hot Take of the Week. We need some. <laughs> I, I should make some theme music for it. A little music, yeah. Yeah. A little jingle. That's what you can mess around next or tonight yeah, <laughs> I, want yeah, like yeah. A, I want like a four-part four-part quad harmony with some some minors in there i want it to be nice and clashy all right i'm gonna spend five hours on it tonight Perfect. maddie ice's hot take of the week okay was was the james harden trade worse than the gobert trade no it's a hot take so i'm, I'm just <laughs> <putting it> up <out> there <laughs> you just asked but it's just like, I don't know. At, at least the Timberwolves have like a direction at this point. And yeah. obviously the trade looked a lot worse last season, but that's because like Cat was injured pretty much the whole year. So they didn't actually get to give it a go, so to speak. Like they, they had their idea of what they wanted, but they couldn't actually execute and... I don't know, Gobert had something with his back or something, but he's, like, fired up this year. He's still the leading, like, leading guy for uh, Defensive Player of the Year, which is wild. Yeah, I mean, and take a look at the, the, the results. They look really good. They're number... They're, they're, they're the best in the West? West. Yeah, in this ridiculously stacked West. And, I don't know, like, what is he, 30... 233 now like he's gonna have a bit of decline in the next few years but say they get conference finals here and there and maybe ant goes bonkers one of them and they make the finals like i guess that's a lot of conjecture at that point but harden they're going nowhere fast like they (laughs) they have four (laughs) their four best players all need the ball in their hands like it it genuinely makes no sense and (laughs) Now the Clippers, I don't think have a pick till what twenty thirty. 
So they're going to be shit for the next seven years. They're opening a new arena next <laughs> next year. It's Terrence Mann, baby. Oh, it's just crazy. So that's that's my piece with that. No, I, uh, I'm i kind of with you. Just because uh, you look at the results. You know, the, the T-Wolves are a legitimate threat to win the finals. They're beating good teams. Um, they're the top of the West. They've lost to both the Raptors and Kings, which is nice to see. But, you know, like, and Gobert's a huge part of that. So the Gobert trade, in hindsight, not so bad. I, 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 I do think that this Clippers trade will work eventually down the line. I don't, I'm, I'm I, the, the return for it escapes me at this point. But with that amount of talent, I just think that, I don't know, it could work. I, I, I think you guys are 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 swayed sw- uh, by this because the Timberwolves were in such a better spot before the trade than the Clippers were to begin with. Like the Clippers are in desperation mode, and they made another desperate move. But like in a vacuum, like apples to apples, like obviously the Timberwolves are in a way better spot than the Clippers, but. They were imagine where the Timberwolves could be. I'm gonna I'm gonna break down these trades for you one more time. Yeah, they, because... why don't we hear it again? Yeah. Okay. So really the Clippers gave up um a 2028 unprotected first, which is a great pick, two seconds, a pick swap in 2029, I believe, and then salary filler. That was it. Now the that a 2028 unprotected first could be very, very valuable. Harden's on a an expiring it hasn't worked. the 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 chemistry hasn't worked yet. They haven't they haven't looked good. Um, but the Utah or the um, the Minnesota Timberwolves traded Malik Beasley, Walker Kessler, Jared Vanderbilt, the 2023 first, the 2023 or 2025 first, 2027 first, 2029 first, and a 2026 pick swap. And Rudy Gobert is making like 40 plus million dollars still for the next like three seasons um yeah i would rather have walker kessler (laughs) today still than rudy gobert one for one okay Um, but justin say the two wolves win a ring sure if you want to ring them yeah it's it's worth it already right like we we talk about the ad trade like they have they have a legitimate shot for the next Three years. years. I know, but they're not, they're not like, I don't think they're in the A tier of contenders still. And and I I think I want to qualify. I don't think that either (laughs) trade is great. I'm just saying the Harden one. You don't have to convince me. It's a terrible trade. Like they gave away double the amount that they should. But like the Clippers could have done like fucking salary match and like, I don't even know. Like, I don't know why they had to give away nearly as much as they did and now they're like in nba purgatory for the next seven years which is just well, they were already in nba yeah I, I know what justin's saying about is not changing yeah they're just committing to the bit further but yeah which i again i i still kind of stand by the move it's like you're you're 85 in like okay, you're now you're ninety five percent in or whatever. Like you're you're <laughs> fucking yourself a little bit more. You've yeah, already yeah, been yeah. fucked. Um, it's just fucking like the 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 Timberwolves could be in a place where they have Ant Conley, uh, Cat Kessler, Walker Kessler, Jaden McDaniels, and then all of their picks. Jer- Jared Vanderbilt. They'd have more salaries, uh, more salary space to sign teams. They would be able to use these first round picks. What if Donovan Mitchell comes available? What if? Um, what if Joel Embiid comes available? Like yeah, all these yeah. things, they're now completely out of any type of free agent space. They're out of any big star hunting space. Like this is this is it. This yeah. is they've they've committed, and yeah, they're they're definitely you know a top three to four team in the West right now. But I wouldn't put them in the top four overall in terms of chances to win. I still take um, the Nuggets over them. I still take the the Bucks. I still take the the Celtics. I still take um you know maybe the sixers <laughs> right now the sixers look really good Raptors, um uh, well let's not get Thunder. crazy um but yeah. um but so yeah so i i i still stand stand firm of 
this Gobert trade is the worst trade in the, the 21st century. Uh, but um, but yeah, the Harden trade sucks for sure. I like how there's two monumentally bad Harden trades now. Like when we say Harden trade, we have to qualify which one. Like the OKC one or the I mean there's there's four really there's three. or three. Three? Yeah. yeah. And the next one didn't work out that well either. He's incredible, man. He I don't think we give him enough credit for being the the home wrecker that he is. I think he shout he's out the, James Harden. He's, he's no Josh Giddy, but <laughs> he is he's right? easily on the level of Kyrie now. Like he has easily. his own saga. Like yeah. it's kind of But they're different. They're problematic in different ways. Uh, who's who's worse? Just off the top, like who do you think? Like who would you I mean, rather have who'd you rather have on your team? I think it's Kyrie. I think Harden's much worse. Yikes. <laughs> I would I would agree with that. I would agree Kyrie's kept his powder dry for, you know, what a year now, less than a year. But um, you know, there's there's always one the the, the other shoe can drop with Kyrie at any moment. Yeah, know? yeah, yeah. You can say he hates Jewish people tomorrow again and it's just he's out for the rest of the year, basically. So um, but, but I agree from a basketball standpoint, Kyrie's way better and he's actually playing and all that, all that jazz. So, um, yeah. quickly speaking on the Mavs, um, Mark Cuban has sold his majority stake in the Mavs now. 12 X mm-hmm. investment. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm yeah. yeah 12 X and dipped. He bought it for like what? 250, 256 million and sold it for 3 billion. <laughs> 3.5. Yeah. 12 X. But the, uh, the speculation is because he just hey. dropped his Shark Tank drop too, is that he's running for office. That's the speculation. Yeah. Wait a Whoa. minute. I, I don't know how much true. I haven't looked news. into it, but that's a breaking news on the three and D's podcast. Wait, that's Mark actually, Cuban. that's actually really smart. That makes that's a really good take. Yeah. He dropped out of Shark Tank. He sold his stake and he's like, and he, but the thing is that he's still, I think as part of the deal, he's retaining his, position as director of basketball operations so that's the one thing that kind of doesn't make sense For it could just be he's trying to get more like more liquid and trying to um assess the market so it, it, it's kind of freaking people out in the financial world as much as it's a basketball podcast like i wonder what because you know he he's at the top there he knows what he's doing I, i'm kind of curious as to what the move is here and what what this says about um the state of the state I mean, of society so- Politically, I think um, the U.S. would fucking take anyone at this point that's competent and not, you know, a, a, a shithole. Like, you know, the, the fuck, apparently The Rock is was approached last year to run Jesus for the Republican Christ. Party. So it's like, you know, I don't, uh, I I think there's, they're grasping the straws. I think it's a really good take. I think that's actually what it is. Because he loves, he loves basketball. He loves this team so much. Why would he do that? Um, he, he doesn't even care about money. Like as a, you, you care about power more than money. I would imagine if you're Mark Cuban and your involvement with the team. So I guess the only thing that is more powerful than being an NBA, NBA owner is being the president of the United States. Yeah. America. Right. It's one of the two really. Well, yeah. he, he'd, he'd have the South vote like immediately. Yeah. Yeah. Like you, they're adult. saying, they're saying like, um, maybe he runs the governor first, like start small. Yeah. Yeah. I bet you he wins. Political. I bet you yeah, he wins. He'd win Texas at a heart. Like, yeah, scoop up the independent vote. From there, and we don't know how it actually is, but. Smart guy. That's crazy. Interesting. That. Good take. Um, okay, well, I think it's been long enough that we, we should start talking about this NBA in-season tournament. Uh. <laughs> what do you mean, ah? Uh? <laughs> no, I'm in. I'm in. I'm in. Um, Couple news and notes from from last night. The Sacramento Kings in a uh, a uh, an up and down fest edge out the uh, Golden State Warriors to. Don't say edge. Sorry, <laughs> edging either they're edging the Golden State Warriors to um, go four and zero and and become the number one seed in their West Group C. Um, Warriors are out. Raptors big implications last night lose by only twelve. To knock out the Nets, who needed to win by 15 in order to make it to the next round. OG Ananobi with a clutch three to cut it down to 12 as time <laughs> expires. Uh, and the Nets are not making it to the quarterfinals. Oh. Your magic are in the quarters. Um, what, what a fantastic update that was. Big you know, game. You you said with such with such with with, the, with such a lack of enthusiasm. Oh yeah, the the Kings win. And 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 probably the best 
regular season game of this year so far. Since the 90s. Um, an incredible game to edge, edge, sorry, to beat the Warriors to get into the um, in-season playoffs. And you're like, yeah. And the Raptors lose only by 12. The Raptors cuckold the Brooklyn Nets. And, and neither I, and of I those wanna... teams advance. <laughs> it's like the magic. <laughs> I want to qualify in the chat for everyone listening at home. Justin what? puts <laughs> the Raptors, <laughs> Raptors money line is like free money. And 10 <laughs> minutes later, he's like, never mind. Too easy. It's <laughs> by 12 to the Nets. Dude, it was Too like easy. six minutes. I looked at the timestamps. <laughs> it, it was so quick. The second I said that the Nets won like an 18 0 run, it was, uh, <laughs> it was tough. It was tough. Yeah. Um, well, I'm still, I'm still happy to play spoiler. I uh, did not want, did not want those, those pesky Nets to make it. So good, good work, OG. I'll, I'll talk right. quickly about the Kings and I mean the Kings and Warriors are now a, a a legendary rivalry. These teams, especially playing in Sacramento, I mean either those hometown legendary. Well, for Hold me, up. for me, okay, <laughs> for me because I hate the Warriors. I hate come on, like I hate come on, Looney. I I used to like enjoy the Warriors as like you know one of the great teams. I hate the Warriors now after last year's playoffs. Um, so seeing that. The, the atmosphere in Sacramento clearly was exactly that. It's just, if you just go back and watch the tape of the game, it's, it's insane. They're they They hate that team and they went back and win it. And some, some big minutes here, the Kings, we, I think the last time we recorded, I was kind of down the Kings and kind of scared about it. And then they went on a six game winning streak. They've won eight of their last 10, um, beating good opponents on the way. And, you know, we're, 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 we're set for a pretty good year still. It was Fox who was hurt. He's back now. Is dominating. Um, Keegan Murray's been out, but you know we're still we're still balling. Sasha Vasenkov had some big minutes against the huge minutes against the Warriors. Like the Vasenkov game, big minutes. Um, and you know some help from the bench there with Monk and Vasenkov really stepping up. We're we're back, baby. I, I'm I'm about to put some money onto the Kings' uh, in season tournament winners, perhaps. Really. Perhaps, Fox, uh, Fox MVP. I love it. I mean, before we get into more teams, just like generally, the in-season tournament is a hit. This like, works. Yeah. I think, I think uh, last year when it got announced, we were clowning it, and it's like maybe a bit optimistic that it could work out, but it's so much fun. Yeah. Like, and I, I actually like what they're doing with the courts where you're like, okay, this is a this is a game. Yeah, like this is a game and like the players are actually giving shit. It's it's like, oh wow, they're professional athletes and they're they're competitive, question mark. Yeah. Like of course. It's, it's awesome. It's been great. Like, I've been no, lamenting I've been lamenting over a question of whether the NBA is just purely entertainment or if they're actually competing, especially during a regular season, because it's just like mm-hmm. such a drag. And uh this is a great way to do it. And uh I'm in. I'm in. I couldn't agree more. I wanted to. I want the incentives to even continue to rise. I've heard talks of adding a, a draft pick to the winner or guaranteeing a, a the, the at the lowest for a playoff seat. Like I, I like that because I think you know year one it was still taken seriously, but I think we can even get better. And like I know I said it uh, sarcastically and as a bit. But the fact that, you know, the Raptors were down 15, like a minute left, and it was still like people were like in their in their stance and like fighting for, for every every possession. And there was still something on the line. Like I do anything that can add. Yeah, I'm I'm all for adding any type of reason to compete um, in any game. So I agree. I think this is a big hit and I'm excited for for where they take this. Yeah. Year two and beyond. Yeah. Well, did you did you see the Celtics um, hack a Drummond up yeah. twenty five to get, yeah. or like up twenty to get up twenty five because they needed the point differential to advance? Like it's just awesome. And then another thing I was saying is the Pacers. Um, Tyrus Halliburton's uh, in an interview He's... was saying like, "I've never won anything in professional basketball yet." Yeah. And I wanna, I wanna win, and it's just, it's great. What a, what a, what an amazing idea! Who would have thought? 
Shout that out it Silver. This successful, but yeah, shout out Alex. I can't wait five years down the line when they have a relegation thing and like a Premier League kind of system. And I, I just think it's all happening. Like as they're trying to expand internationally, I just have a feeling that they're going to start doing. And I think this whole like World Cup with the US getting fourth, like I think it's going to like spur some shit where they, they join with the Euro League and they do some sort of relegation thing. A Premier League kind of type thing. I'm so excited. Do you think they're ever going to get to that? I think that's a bit extreme. I think I, I think, think so. Five think... years is a bit extreme, but like maybe twenty. That's the that's the only way for them to expand, lifetime. right? Like that's the only way for them to expand. Like the, you just have to copy soccer because they've dominated. I mean, I don't I don't hate it. I don't hate it, but then you might have a situation where like Wemby is not in the NBA anymore. Like mm-hmm. after this, that would suck. It'd be awesome. Well, no, it wouldn't be sport. awesome. Better for the sport. Maybe. So we've decided we, we should get some more life updates. And Justin, I just saw you post a story about uh, your dodgeball championship. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Elaborate? Well, Matt, you know, let's just say I'm a dodgeball fiend. And uh, no, I and remember I, from last year. It was I love the stories. Yeah, no, I'm a dodge. I'm officially a dodgeball world champion. But you were doing that in Edmonton, right? Yeah, so it started, I mean, it started as a, it's always been a bit. It's always yeah. been a funny bit. Um, I started, like, I joined, like, our, I said, I, I had our corporate team, like a company I was working for. I set us up for dodgeball season as, like, a, as a team bonding thing. And then I was so, well, I wouldn't say I was so good. Some people saw some something in me, and they were like, <laughs> Let, let's get you on. Uh, I want you, there was, like, my opponent one game. I was like, I want you on to join us next season. I was like, fuck it, sure. You're getting, so wow. <laughs> I got recruited. So funny. <laughs> so I joined and I ended up playing in Edmonton for like, I don't know, a year and a half or so. Um, and it's just fun because well, I played baseball, right? Like baseball was my main sport in high school. So it's just like throwing balls. It's like it's like very similar. Um, and uh, so, yeah, I kind of like just like the cardio aspect. I hate doing cardio at the gym. So it's like a better way to do cardio. And um, so anyway, I did that. And then when I moved back to Vancouver, um, I was on a softball team this summer and we were looking at like, we were like, it was a good, good, fun group of people. And we were like, oh, like what, like, let's try and keep the good vibes rolling. And I was like, what about dodgeball? <laughs> Very nonchalantly. <laughs> and uh, it's a great sport because like anyone at any skill level can do it. Like, like, it's not like a, like basketball. Really, if you're not good at basketball, like you just can't play. Yeah. And like other sports like softball and dodgeball are very unique in that way. Like very low skill barrier. So, uh, yeah, so I signed us up. I was team captain for uh, for a team called Ball Positive. Make sure to get yourself checked. Testicular cancer is very real, everyone. Um, oh, it's activism. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we're also doing Movember, but we didn't raise a single penny. So what does that tell you about, about us? Um, but, yeah, we just joined the league in Vancouver. And uh, to my chagrin, we were in the finals last night, and uh, we won. Any big plays uh, from you? I got, oh, yeah. No, I um I locked in and uh, it was it was it was first to eight and it was it was six six and I was on you, it, it, there was like seven guys you basically play every second game so I knew this like hypothetically could be my last game yeah yeah and I knew we had to win it and I absolutely locked it the fuck in had a couple of catches absolutely beamed a couple of people and uh, hard carried us to the seventh win. And then I was off for the final win. We ended up winning 8-6. But I just rushed the court, just started jumping on people like I just won the fucking NBA championship. And uh, it was pretty sick. I, so, love, I love that for you. Nothing first... beats taking like rec sports too seriously. Oh, it was great. No, I was strat- I was like, I was like strategizing with our team. I was like, okay, we have to get this guy out first. No catches, like throw together all this shit. Like yeah, I, was, yeah. I love the strategy behind it. So it was pretty cool. So yeah, yeah, so we're gonna play again in the winter. It's gonna be great. That's huge. I'm in my uh, I have an adult volleyball league that I'm uh, we're heading into the finals next week. Our, we had oh a big playoff God. week one. Two owed the teams went crazy heading to finals. Well, we're gonna need an update next week then. When oh you're, yeah, when you're in it, I'll be devastated if I lose. I'm not. I dream about this. Like I, I a, <laughs> yesterday, I had a dream about my volleyball fight playoffs, dude. I was like, oh man, I'm locked. Well. Out. If there's no podcast next week, everyone, you know why. It's because Mario lost and he couldn't get out of, get himself yeah. out of bed. To Bereavement, record. leave, you know. Yeah. 
<laughs> we'll get like Jamal Murray as our third or something. If yeah, get next week. That's like yeah. a fair downgrade. You know, it's not like too bad. It's like you're not like you're not like um, you're not threatened by his presence. <laughs> But it's like still a good get, you know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you versus the man she told you not to worry about. It's Jamal Murray. It's Jamal Murray. Yeah. Thank God, eh? Thank God my my ex isn't dating Jamal Murray. As long as he doesn't show his penis on camera, I'm okay with him coming on. Yeah. I've already you guys remember that when that video leaked of him of him with that girl? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's tough. That was tough. Yeah, I didn't like um, it. No, Josh. No, no I never Josh saw kidding. it or anything like it. I didn't like. No, I didn't like. Yeah, watch it over and over. Yeah, yeah. no big deal. Um, <laughs> no, Josh Giddy Sitchie, but it was pretty funny. It's up there. It's up there. Anyway, those, that's your life update segment, I guess. <laughs> oh, that's good. I think we could do that more. Yeah, yeah. You gotta work it in. Let the people know who we are. You know. Yeah, we're humans too. We're not just we're not just analysts. Everyone. Yeah, we're not. <laughs> we're people too. Uh, oh, um, we have lives. One of the other things I want to do was since we're all in a fantasy basketball league, talk shit. Let's talk on a fantasy corner. I love it. Look, I love it. I I, I actually do have a question about this because Matt just made a a big trade, and I, I want to walk you through. I want you to walk through your rationale because you just texted me. You you drafted Paolo Bancaro in the seventh round, and you asked me about his keeper status. I mean that yeah. you could theoretically keep him for three years for free, and then yeah. you traded him away. So walk through this deal for me. Well, Josh has been, <laughs> I've been pestering him about Scotty Barnes, and conversely, he's been pestering me about Paolo. And you didn't get Scotty. I don't know if you know that he's not no, in the deal. No, I know that. I know that. <laughs> But the thought process, so for viewers at home or listeners, whatever you're watching us on, um, or have trade, the trade was I give up Paolo Bencaro and Tyus Jones for in return, Franz, Wag- Franz Wagner and um, Wagner, Walker Kessler. And my thought there was I need more help on blocks. Um, I think I've won the league every single week in assists, so I could I could get a, rid of a few of those. Lamella was kind of on a tear, but he he also didn't break his ankle to have him on my team. That's so good. So it's like okay, he won't be he won't be out that long. And so the rationale was I don't know. I think it's like an even trade. Initially, it was just going to be Paolo, not Tyus, and then he snuck that in there with the actual request. So it's like. <laughs> fucking asshole because <laughs> i was trying to slow play it because he he offered the two for one and i was thinking oh you know what like i don't know let me think about it even yeah, though that's yeah, like yeah. an insane trade like it's yeah. his it's his fifth and sixth round picks for my seven granted it's a keeper league so paolo could be on the team for three four years which yep. is kind of what i was thinking but realistically like i have Jokic, who, who i'll keep i have wemby who i'll keep and then i'm sure someone else is gonna pick it up like if it's miles bridges potentially because i got him in like the 12th and he's averaging like 20 and 8 right yeah now. the thought was that someone can replace replace that uh keeper third spot we have three keepers in our league i like and, it I, li- I, li- I like big moves I, I just like trades. I want trades to happen in this league. I I, I traded Anthony Edwards for Lowry Markinen pretty much straight up. I have some regrets, but the fit's just better in my team. Um, and I I just like yeah. big moves, man. Good for you, Justin. You got to get in on one now. I mean, I'm ready. I'm I'm all, you know me. I'm always ready to make a big move. <laughs> I'm a fantasy fiend. You just can't you just can't let Justin make the first offer. Is all. Look, you you think that it, when when reality strikes. That people are throwing their best offers out there on the first trade, like get grow up. Honestly, you know what? Give me a second. Okay. For people that think that you're just going to be getting the best offer, and you just <laughs> just read a book. You know, this is not going to happen. You start somewhere and you meet in the middle. That's how this works. And when people when people shit on me for a bad trade offer, just fucking counter it. Just yeah. counter it, and let's inch closer. Don't fucking message me and say you're a bum. Just fucking counter, all right? That's it. There's That's it. nothing yes, like just getting the straight decline. 
And you know what? And you know what? Guess who makes the most trades when you when you when you when you combine all the fantasy sports we play? Guess who makes the most trades by a by a long shot? Your boy Justin Cortens. So you know, I'm tired. I'm tired of people shitting on me for my for the way I trade because it gets deals done. All right, simple as that. All right. That's it. The That's Dallas it. Mavericks are looking for a new majority owner. That's um, it. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I've got eight hundred dollars to my name and my paychecks coming tomorrow, so I can. Yep, this I guy can... makes fantasy trades at, at the city of Dallas. I could do it. Look, that's all I'm saying. Not on the first offer, mind you. Yeah, just it just takes a while. It's all. Yeah, look, it's a it's a conversation. It's a dance. I want to dance with you. Grab uh, my hands. Hmm. Grab you know, put your arms around my shoulder, and let's dance. Okay. Interesting. Let's do. Let's. What is some one of these? We'll you know. It's a it's an audio it's a it's an audio recording. Well, you know, people get oh, it. We have the YouTube now. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, follow us on YouTube. Yeah, subscribe, like TikTok, subscribe. Twitter, three and D's. We we're everywhere now. I think um, we only have one follower on TikTok, and it's me. So you guys, you guys need to get on that. Download it again. Huh? Yeah, but we have our first video got over four K views, which is great. Our second video got over. 1300 i think so yeah. at this trajectory we'll have no views in no time it'll be yeah, great <laughs> it's all downhill from here buddy all downhill. no no we'll keep we'll keep pumping it up for the for you guys um but you do need to start following us three the, the number three or sorry spelt out three t-h-r-e-e the the word end a-n-d and then the word d's d-e-e-z for d's nuts um so yeah give us a follow please thank you what what other NBA? Let's let's get back into the what 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 were we on, what oh, Jesus? What was on the? Oh my God! You go what ahead. was? You are you having a stroke? Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> what was on the agenda? I'm calling nine one one. Well, look, I think I I know we had some things that we might not get to today, such as you know whatever. But I do think we should predict these these quarterfinal games are coming before we we record next. I'd like to do some predictions and see let's just let's just even just predict the quarters. Let's all I predict smell the a parlay time. coming. Oh Jesus. Oh come on. A team bet perhaps. It's always it always comes back to the the parlays. Read out the fucking matchups. My phone is out. Bet 365 wide open. Okay. Here it comes. You ready? You ready for this? Yeah. I want everyone's quick takes and 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 predictions. So the number one seed LA Lakers against the number four seed uh, Phoenix Suns. I'm going to take the Lakers. I'm taking the Lakers. At home. Yeah, that's easy for uh, me. The Suns are healthy now, right? Mm, Beal's out. Yeah, the Suns will never be healthy. <laughs> and that's that's next week. That is on the <laughs> They're playing off. Your connection's crazy today. <laughs> not great. Oh, is it bad? Damn it. That's not good. I'm recording from my home you, office. You cut out one. <laughs> gonna, I'm, I'm recording from my home office. Oops. Oh, <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I feel like LeBron gives a shit about this, which is also crazy. So, yeah, let's say Lakers. Yeah, I'm taking the Lakers there. Lakers I just don't know how. Close. I don't know how they're gonna stop AD. Like, who do they have to stop? Like, is it gonna be Kevin Durant? Like, how are they gonna do? Are you... Metu? I don't know. Okay, well, that's just you just made up that person's name. Um, okay, I agree. Um, the other side of the bracket, the Sacramento Kings in the number two seed right now versus the number three seed New Orleans Pelicans. Kings at home, uh, playing on the fourth on Monday, December fourth. Who do we got, Mari? I think you're gonna go Pelicans here. Honestly, yeah. Uh, the oh shit. Uh, well, the, I I t- said earlier the Kings have won eight of the last ten. Mm-hmm. The two games that they lost were back to back to the Pelicans. Um, one at home, one at, over there. It makes a difference that they're playing in Sacramento. I think that's gonna be. I'll take the Kings, obviously, just because it's the Kings. But it's it's not gonna be good just because we haven't played them very well. I'm gonna go Kings as well. I believe at home. I would say if they were on the road, I would take the Pelicans. Yeah, but yeah. Matt, 
I'm gonna go Pelicans. Fuck you, dude. Interior. I like it. I like it. You think Zion goes off against the bonus? The bonus. Uh yeah. <laughs> Zamboni. <laughs> expecting a take, expecting like some like intelligent basketball conversation. He just goes, the bonus. <laughs> yeah, really yeah. good work, Matt, out of you today. I, I like the Pelicans team and I feel like it's similar to the Pacers where they're actually really going to give a shit and like they want to win. Like, and I think you have you the fact that you have Alvarado back. I think he's a pretty big culture guy. Like, since he's been back, they're they're a lot more competitive in some of these games. It seems like they care a lot more. So I'll take that. He's, he's he's Kirkland Dylan Brooks. Love to see it. Kirkland. Nice, <laughs> nice. All right, other side of the bracket. Okay. East, we've got the number one seeded Milwaukee Bucks against your number four seed New York Knickerbockers playing on Tuesday, December 5th. Who do we got? This is as big, this is as much of a Knicks win as I could like imagine. This is such a Knicks game to beat the Bucks in the quarterfinals of the in season tournament when they can't win anything else. So I'm going Knicks just because it's it, it just makes sense to me. Damn. I was leaning next too, but I, I my question is, do, can they stop? Like, who's going to stop Giannis? Is it going to be Julius Randle? Can Julius Randle do it? No, I'll tell you, it's not going to be Julius Randle. Who's <laughs> so it's going to be nobody? Yeah, Mitch Rob. Uh, that feels like a Brooke Lopez matchup, if you ask me. I'm going to go with the Bucks. I'm going to go with the Bucks. I'm going to say Giannis. He's too competitive. He's not going to let him lose. Yeah, like I think. Giannis and Dame, like they'll have eighty between them. I think it's gonna be like a slow game in the half court, and they're just gonna do the pick and roll. Yeah, yeah. maybe Dame will finally win something. It'll, it'll be nice good. for him. Yeah, I mean, really underrated, underrated story. Dame is figuring it out in 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 Milwaukee. I've got him on a couple of fantasy teams, and he's he's lighting it up for me recently. Thirty plus point games, left, right, and center. So I think uh, he's coming into his own. He's ready to win. Um, okay, nice. And the last one, this one is the one I'm most excited for. Dare I, dare I say it? The number two seeded, the undefeated in the play-in tournament, Indiana Pacers play the number three seeded Boston Celtics. It'll be in Indiana, uh, and played the the actual the first quarterfinals game on on the fourth on Monday. Who do we got? I think both these teams will really give a shit about this truly so i have to take the celtics here like if i didn't think the celtics cared then i'd take the pacers but i thought they're too good i'm gonna go i'm gonna go pacers um I, I, I guess uh i guess our episode came out with it was the over under uh win totals and mari famously took the pacers under in the second yeah that's a tough one and they just, it just, they all give a shit. And I think this also depends on if Porzingis is back. All signs point to him not being back for this game. So we'll see where that actually lands. But um, yeah, no, I, I really like the Pacers team. And any, <laughs> they're undefeated in the playing games because they all just give so much. <laughs> so they, they care so much about this. I think more than any other team. Um, and yeah, no, I think. I think they'll pull it out. It'll be close, close game though. J Man, the tiebreaker. If I was a betting man, if I had to put real money on it, and I might, I would, I would definitely bet the Celtics here. But I'm going with the Indiana Pacers. Yeah, the Raptors played them recently, so I had a good look at this team. Their offense is electric. They can hit. They can hit threes like your grandmother cooks bread. I don't know. I don't know what she cooks. <laughs> they can hit threes like nobody's business. Um, and I think in a one game playoff ish scenario, that's a team that can beat anyone. And so even though I think the, the the Celtics are the best team in the league, I almost feel like they won't take it as seriously as someone like the Pacers. You're gonna have the Pacers home crowd behind them. 
the sick courts, Tyrese with that mentality that you mentioned uh, already, guys on the podcast, and you got Tyrese, Buddy Heald, you got all these guys who can shoot it from three. I think that that, that type of team, the seven seconds or less kind of type of offense, gives a high variance um, within a singular game. And sure, they won't be able to stop the Celtics at all on the other side. But I just have a feeling that the, the these Pacers are going to just go balls to the wall and uh, and pull one out. So that's what I'm predicting. I can't wait to be right about all of my picks and you guys be wrong. I'm so excited for that moment when I get to rub that in your head. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, we'll see. My head. Yeah. I, I was. I was like, what? What body part is it again? That expression. And I, I settled on head. I will say Matt. Matt has historically been the best at predicting things on this podcast thus far. He doesn't make money on bets though, so fuck that guy. That's true. Yeah. When the, when the, when the stakes get high, that's where he crumbles. Hey, I'm, I'm up overall. Uh huh. Gonna say that. That's what they all say. Shout out, yeah. shout out, FanDuel for that. Shout out, <laughs> shout out to Mari for being your bookie, your overseas bookie. Well, none of those have hit. I think the time difference <laughs> is really difficult, actually, because the NFL ones, like a lot of it, is like game time decision guys, yeah, and then yeah. like their backups, and I'm just not up in time to change anything. Mm. It's just like impossible to hit. And I'm, I don't know, Matt multiple times has sent me lineups and I'm like plastered and I see it at 3 a.m. Like, there's no way I'm going to do this right now. <laughs> and then Sunday morning comes around. Yeah, he's gonna... missed like half of them. <laughs> yeah, that's on. Hey, me. you're not, you're not, you're not giving him a cut. So it's uh, what more could you ask for? He's Fair. getting all of it. Fair I have enough. an account. I have like a, I'm like a sheet to account for all of this. I'm like a, I'm like a real certified bookie here. I love it. Well, I certainly will be tuning in on Monday and Tuesday to watch those games. So I another another, you know, vote of confidence for this in season tournament. Uh, Good work, NBA. Thanks for keeping December basketball interesting. And uh, I'm excited to see between me and Matt, who had the uh, the (laughs) best picks uh, of the four games here. So I'm excited. Any last thoughts before we before we get out of here? Another great episode. Go Kings. Go Pel- Go Pelicans. What? You're a Thunder fan, aren't you? Yeah, dude. Thunder through and through, but they're not <laughs> in this in-season tournament. Um, well, Justin, why don't you leave us with your parting thoughts on the Josh Giddy situation? Yeah, because you cut out earlier. Yeah. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Look, Josh, buddy. Um, You've been there, right? Check it. <laughs> I've not personally been there, um, but I can only imagine that's tough. It's a tough issue. Josh, my my friend, I would start asking for IDs before we before we start jumping into beds with with girls here. Um, Please, please um, don't sleep with underage underage girls. We do not condone that here. No. At the the three and D's podcast. No. Keep it kosher. Officially put that out. statement saying it was a little too ambiguous we do not yeah 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 we don't yeah we don't do that here we do not do that here we stay single the lord i always keep three bible lengths between me and, and all females at all times because um that's three dodgeballs three, do- <laughs> nice. three dodgeballs no i there's yeah josh look buddy i i can't help you here that's a tough one but um but good luck out there go thunder go raptors go kings and uh and with that um stay safe everyone um and uh we love you and uh we'll, we'll talk to you on the next episode of three and d's hell yeah brother